0: From the Live studios in New York City, Cheesehead TV brings you two guys who like to think they know something about football. Hello everyone and welcome back to Packer Transplants Live. I am Aaron Nagler and joining me as always is Mr. Corey Banke, my partner here at Cheesehead TV. I'm coming to you live from the Cheesehead TV podcast studio in New York City. Corey joins us from Green Bay, Wisconsin, across the street from Lambeau Field, and we are ready to talk some Packers. What do we have on
1: tap today, Corey? Today, we take stock of the 2023 Green Bay Packers and look ahead to the opening week showdown with the Chicago Bears. But right now, it's time for the preseason edition of the good, the bad, and the ugly. We got the good. We got...
0: Three undrafted dudes making the team. Congratulations, guys. We got the bad. We got. Interior O-line depth. Yikes. We got the ugly. We got. Carlson's missed kicks, especially those extra points in Cincinnati. Woo! U-G-L-Y. They ain't got no alibi. They were ugly. Corey Banky, how are you? Good to see you, brother. How's Green Bay?
1: It's great. Loving it. Missing the Farmer's Market right now. I'm going to be going over there right after this show. There
0: you go. That's what I'm talking about. If you're in the Green Bay area, check out the Farmer's Market. It's awesome, and Corey's always there. Make sure you say hi to him if you see him out and about. Uh, Corey, it's good to be talking to some Packers with you again. We haven't been able to discuss anything pretty much since our uh, camp opening Kickoff version of transplants. It's been like what a month. That was a now, while ago, we're on the yeah. precipice of the season, let's go, Banky. You know how we roll. We got to start. We got to start with the hotness. Let's do it. Let's kick it off. Let's do it. the hotness there were plenty of plays to choose from this preseason when it comes to the hotness but i gotta go i gotta go with emmanuel wilson's 80 yard touchdown run let's take a look at this i mean oh yeah this This young man made the squad they carried three running backs and this kid exploded onto the scene what was great was that you and i were at stadium view with matt ramage and a bunch of other packers fans and the place went absolutely insane look at him here He's saying, "Where would you leave your leave your jock right there? I'm going around the edge, and I'm turning on the afterburners. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya." Emmanuel Wilson announcing his presence with authority. That, ladies and gentlemen, was the hotness of the preseason. Like I said, there were plenty of other plays, obviously, but I love this story of
1: this young man.
0: Yeah, absolutely love to see it.
1: Um, it's kind of crazy. That's I the hotness. Think, uh... A lot of people were kind of surprised that uh, they went with uh, Wilson over Taylor, even after those spectacular plays, and even after he had some, you know, good work. The thinking kind of was, "Oh, are we? They just holding Patrick Taylor because they know what Patrick Taylor can do for them?" But no, um, one of the surprises of camp that he beat Taylor in camp. Um, I was surprised by it. it I mean, you know, you watch him in preseason and he looked better, but, you know, I'm not watching practice every day like some of those guys. So, uh, you know, (laughs) it was interesting. I don't think a lot of people pegged him to make the team, to be honest with you. I'm
0: right there with you. I I thought, given all the conversation around the third running back spot and the need to do everything else, not just run the football, but be not only a stalwart in the passing game catching the ball, but being able to stick your nose in there and pass protection, know the assignments cold and all those – But like you said, he improved as the summer went on. He did show off some kind of ability there against the Seahawks in that final preseason game, and they clearly love him as a runner. So I'm excited. And look, I think Patrick Taylor will still contribute. I think he's on the practice squad with all the rules around your ability to bring guys up from the practice squad throughout the season. I think we'll see him intermittently here uh, as the season rolls on. Uh, Let's get to some Packers news, shall we, Corey? Now that we've had our hotness. Time to, time to eat our vegetables and start with probably the most downer note possible. Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson did not practice today. Both young wide receivers dealing with hamstring injuries, which you never want to hear heading into week one. Soft tissue injuries, hamstrings do tend to linger. You hate to hear it. So we'll see. I don't know what this portends for their potential availability against the Bears on Sunday, but who baby that is uh, suboptimal, Corey. Sub
1: not good. Yeah, definitely not no, good. I'm not about that life.
0: Uh, on the flip side, however, on the defensive side of the ball, Darnell Savage, who didn't practice last Thursday, and uh, Campbell, who has been dealing with an ankle slash foot injury, were both back at practice. That you know obviously bodes well for their involvement against the Bears on Sunday. Good news, especially with Savage in that safety position at least have somebody out there who knows the scheme and has played in the NFL a little bit longer. Uh, Savage will most likely be out there along with Rashawn Gary, was mm. uh, listed as a limited participant, but was also practicing today. Sure feels and sounds like all kind of bets are on that. He will be out there Sunday against the bears, which obviously is a huge boon to the pass rush to the Packers defense in general. And Hey, with that news earlier today, literally about an hour ago, that uh, the 49ers have backed up the Brinks truck for Nick Bosa. You know Rashawn wants to get out there and show what he can do and show that he's worthy of a contract. Maybe not quite that level, but uh, the market is set, let's say that, Uh, and, and Gary's ready to reap those rewards, hopefully. And then finally, we got Eric Stokes on the PUP. I don't think anyone's really surprised by this, given that, uh, the nature of his two injuries that he suffered in Detroit last year, very, very severe. I mean, the gentleman had to use a wheelchair for a little while when he first kind of got out of surgery. Packers act mm. obviously being very, very you know high side of caution here. He'll miss the first month. He'll miss at least the first four games, and then we'll hopefully get him out there at practice, and he'll be back five or six games into the season. Um, but yeah, it's it, it, you, you would have liked to have got, gotten him out there early in the year. There's no doubt about it. But uh, better to be safe than sorry, as they like to say. Uh, Corey, did you know that the uh, the officiating crews have been named for the games on Sunday? Yeah, I saw on the Packers, I saw on,
1: uh I saw on Zebra. I, try, I I didn't know the guy that we got. the zebras. Did those little like Twitter cards? Yeah, they did little Twitter cards for all the Craig games.
0: Craig Rolstad. It's so funny you should say that. I believe we have that Twitter card. Craig Rolstad will officiate hmm. Packers Bears. There he is. Yeah, Look at is that, that gentleman. He looks trustworthy, doesn't is. he? Well, fun, no, fun fact, he him. officiated the Week 2 game against these two teams in Lambeau last year with uh, he and his crew throwing way more flags against the Bears than they did against the Packers. So we'll oh, okay. see if that hometown cooking transfers to Chicago or if he uh, keeps calling it in the Packers' favor. It'll be it'll be fun to track that. Um, speaking of fun, Corey, this is our final news item. I know you're going to love this. The Green Bay Packers have bought Fomation. The makers of the original cheese head, you can now get a cheese head and various other things in the Packers Pro Shop. You could, uh, you could, Fomation, to, we, to, We've, dealt. to with be Fomation. fair,
1: you could always get cheese heads. Well, in, in the last five they years were or so, heads. you could uh, get they cheese head TV. Right. You could get, sorry, you could get cheese heads in, at the Pro Shop because they were a reseller. I believe they became right. the largest reseller of Formation gear. Which led them to be like, "Oh well, we've got and the market on this." It. And yeah, I've I've uh, in in the past uh, thirteen or so years. How many years has it been? I can't even count anymore. 16? Yeah, Sixteen. Yeah. Holy really? crap! Sixteen years. I could have a teenager in that time. <laughs> you did have a teenager at that time. Uh, I had a the, couple uh, of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have. Uh, I've had to be on this receiving end of some formation lawyers before. It's happened in my life, I believe. Back in the day, with a,
0: with a with a website called Cheesehead TV, I can't imagine. Yeah, I, well, you know what's funny
1: thing. is I think it was from what I remember, it was we had the cheese head inside of a TV as our logo. That's right. And Correct. the issue was how many holes that the holes in oh the cheese. Oh my god! I all about this. They lined up so similarly. And so there was going to be a it wasn't the problem wasn't that we were cheesehead tv because obviously that's a separate thing than cheese head and trademark law is just crazy right. but the issue right. was that the cheese that we use for our design matched up too closely to the cheese head so there you go <laughs> little uh, little packers history little for you a little history a little, lesson uh, for you. <laughs> you know when you know when i'm at the podium and uh, ed policy is announcing that he has purchased cheesehead tv i right. will definitely be telling that story that's an all-timer and i
0: had totally forgotten about that but i mean I i'm assuming aaron Popkey is going inter- to
1: it's it's going to be aaron Popkey. <laughs> it's going to be um uh, ed policy cuz mark will have left and uh yeah. you know it's going to be um potentially the governor of wisconsin that'd be nice cuz it'll be some other announcement <laughs> we will be like Could the side announcement
0: Right, right, right. Obviously, well, not the headliner. Although it'd be hilarious just to get that alert.
1: Green Bay Packers acquire I mean, TV. We'll, I don't even know if they'll do a press conference kind of in, in the in the mantra of the Packers relationship with she TV. They'll be like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. No, you know what they'll do is they'll make Jeff Blum run the press conference. That's what I'm going to do. That's going to be my <laughs> request. My request when we do that is I'm going to be like, Aaron Popke, can you please have Jeff Blum do this press conference? Because you know Jeff Blum, we'll he, just he's have... a freelancer. He's, he's a freelance PR guy now. We'll and then uh, I'm going to write us. a script for we'll Jeff. I'm going to write a script for Jeff where he has to say how he knew that Cheesehead TV was going to be this amazing thing. And he, yeah, I'm, it's going to be great. I've already got it in my head. It's a a fantasy movie in my head that's happened many times. (laughs) All right. Uh, We're going to get off of fantasy and get back to reality and get back
0: to some football here. Uh, Let's talk about this offense, shall we? Corey, I know you're excited, and now everyone's freaking out because it's like, oh, they don't have any wide receivers. Like, people, relax, okay? Just relax. Mm, That's all I got
1: to say. Not worried about that.
0: You know why? We got Aaron Jones in the backfield, people. It's Aaron Jones time. It is time for Aaron Jones. It's time for Aaron Jones to become the workhorse he was always meant to be. I'm really excited. Look, you don't have to go very far on the internet, much less Cheesehead TV, to find people saying, give Aaron Jones the ball, right? Like that has been the mantra here and other places for the last few years, I would, I would say. And I know there's a lot made about the uh, former quarterback and audibles and things at the line of scrimmage and all that. And that's all out the window. Now it is time for Aaron Jones It is time for him to ascend to the superstar status that he is beyond deserving of. And it's so funny to me. I was on the radio with um, my good buddies over there at 97.3 The Game, Zabe and Brian Butch. And Butch was talking about, this was right after the news came out about the Jonathan Taylor talks, trade, whatever. And he was saying how so much, clearly so much better Jonathan Taylor was. And I was like, this is a perfect example of how Aaron Jones just gets disrespected because the Packers don't use him a lot. Now, I understand yeah. it's because they're trying sure. to keep him going for the long term. They want to make sure he's available in December as well as September, etc. I understand all that. But you can still use him in a way that is efficient on offense, keeps him healthy, use AJ as your kind of sub when he needs a blow, whatever. But man, Aaron Jones just gets disrespected. Even by Packers fans, it kind of blows my mind. Like I don't think people understand just how good he is. In fact, Nicole, do we have? I don't. I don't think I put a cue in here, but there might be. If I'm looking right here, there might be a a uh, a image from Packers history here that I I uploaded, but didn't use a cue on. Do you see it there, Nicole? All right, maybe not. All right. Well, he is set to become an insanely productive back, even past the level that we're used to, right? Past the level yeah. of like you've seen people tweet it out or like talk about it like how efficient he is, how much better the offense is when he's out there. Like he is join he is going this year he is going to join rarefied air. Like he's going to become maybe not the all-time yardage leader because they don't use him that way, but he'll probably be and he'll end up leading the Packers in a boatload of categories, both running the football, yards per carry, Scoring, all sorts of metrics that hopefully Over Amon Green? start to get him into the conversation. Well, that's the thing, probably not yardage, which is where Amon leads, right? Because yeah, he was a workhorse back and he was used as such. But man, yeah. the guy is so good, the guy is so good, and hopefully, he really is. He finally gets to showcase it, finally gets to showcase it.
1: Um, I mean, knowing the Packers, I doubt it though. I really doubt it. I hate <laughs> yeah, to tell you, exactly. like I, you know, right you. oh Dobbs know. and Dobbs is out and and Watson is out. Oh, we got these beautiful right. tight ends we have to try out. You know, and there's like we three gotta throw tight ends it around the yard, right? So yeah. Yeah. yeah, also guys, you know, also I mean, let's let the guy that I think uh, I, th- I think this might be what we're gonna talk about next. But the the guy that I think a lot of people are really excited you know, that got in on the uh on the roster. Um wide receiver that I'm really excited about being on the roster. Oh Malik Heath? Malik, Heath. Malik, Malik or, Keith Malik Heath, holy Kid crap. Talk about you know <laughs> the your, your Rudy player, you know, your guy who right. has kind of almost no for. business getting in and gets on effort and, and I mean, mm-hmm. think about that, the, the one play that you just, that I think about that first preseason game, right? Uh, the off, off the field, he gets yep. on the sideline and yep. he keeps pushing. And like, it's just like, okay, Keith, yeah, yeah. welcome to the NFL. Let's go. And like he, <laughs> right. he had, he has shown that he can play at a high level and I'm excited for him to get some reps too. If, if those guys are out.
0: Well, and that's, that's the whole thing, right? Like the idea that Watson and Dobbs may be down. Well, uh, okay. Now it's time to justify all that excitement around Malik Keith, right? Like there's a reason they kept him. There's a reason he's on the 53 and he's going to get a chance possibly to show why he's on the 53 right out of the gate and i'm not sitting here telling you he's gonna be christian watson and romeo dobbs no one is i get it but man here's an opportunity for this young man he just keeps making plays he keeps taking steps forward and there may be another opportunity for him on sunday we don't know yet. this is still early in the week but man what a story what a great kind of ascension and it's one of those things like all offseason you know, on Daily, we talked about it, and it's like, okay, he's doing it in shorts and T-shirts. Let's see what happens when the pads come on. And then the pads come on, and he keeps doing it. And then it's like, okay, yep. let's see what happens in a preseason game. And then to your point, he absolutely owns people in a preseason game, both in the blocking aspect of things, but also there was that play over the middle against the Patriots that you know Clifford had no business throwing. And Heath just goes up and makes a play in yeah. the middle of like four dudes. Like You talk about want to and grit and and absolutely going to make sure that everyone knows that is your ball and you're going to go get it. I love the kid's attitude. I love that he's on the team. I don't love that he might have to showcase early, but, hey, no, there's a reason he's on the 53.
1: Well, and I also don't think that, you know, given our offense right now, I just don't think that we have established any kind of, you know, brand. And so anybody can plug in anywhere. Right. So it's like, right. Well, it's, yeah, it's it's anybody's game, right. Besides Jordan. Yeah. yeah, Besides Jordan and the O-line, it's anybody's game and and it's up for grabs and in a good way, because I don't think people can game plan against us right now. As long as, as long as our O-line holds up, you know, there's going to be some very, very interesting, um, you know, miscellaneous things that we didn't even think about at training camp that we're going to see this year. That's what I'm excited about. It's like you get training camp, right, right? and you get excited about these kids, and, you know, some of them make the team, some of them don't. You kind of get depressed. Some of them get picked up by other teams. Others (laughs) don't. They get on the practice squad. And you're kind of like, okay, this is the team we have. But in years past, we had an identity. So, you know, we were always talking about 15 players on the bubble, really, kind of, you know, maybe 10. Right, right. But now, like, you know, we, we have a team that doesn't really have an identity. We have a team that, you know, yeah, it's in the mold of, of Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre and the quarterbacks that came before them. But who knows what this offense is going to be? I don't know that Matt LaFleur has shown us what this offense is truly going to be this season. No, not even close. I mean, it's all install stuff in,
0: in the preseason games. Like, it's all very, very basic, and we don't know. But, Corey – To your point, uh, it is about the offensive line holding up, because I think if it does, then yeah, Jordan can probably operate the offense, hopefully with the pieces that are out there, whoever they might be. Big component about, uh, a big part of that, though, is Josh Myers, the center, who had a very inconsistent season last year, was in a battle for the job uh, with Zach Tom throughout the summer, but it sure looks like they've settled on Josh being the center and Zach Tom being the right tackle, though that's... You know, not quite official until they take the field on Sunday, but that is certainly how the depth chart on the website is, has shaken out and sure looks like Josh is going to get a chance to get out of the gate here at center. He's got to find that consistency because you do see plenty of plays where he is excellent and even stretches where he, he plays at a high level. But it's so funny. I was watching the Bears game in Chicago from last year, and sure enough, there it is on a third down. They try to run on a third two. How, we're, how many times are we yelling about run the ball on short yard run the ball? Well, they try, and Josh gets absolutely whipped up front by some no-name defensive tackle. You know, it's like you it can't happen. You've got to be able to be consistent at that position in both facets of the game. I'm really hoping this is the year. He's still a very young player. Really hope he finds that consistency because, like I said, you see it, you see the potential, you see stretches where he plays extremely well but then there are just these odd times and weird moments where he just gets whipped up front and over kind of powered and maybe just out muscled and it really, it's to the Packers detriment and they can't I just have wish it. they want to get where it's they It's just
1: to too bad that Brian doesn't give a shit about centers. It's just too bad. We'll be honest with you.
0: Well, because Brian
1: cared about Josh where he wanted what?
0: he wouldn't yes. have drafted Josh where he, where he did. If he didn't care yes. about center, I know where you're going with
1: yes. this. He doesn't care. I know what you're trying to do here. If he cared about centers, then we we could have potential. There's two there's two people, there's two people in the last 2 year, 3 years that could have got us to the promised land that we were missing. And one of them is still on our team and one of them is not. That's all I'm going to say about that. And if you can't figure it out, then I can't help it. <laughs>
0: I can't help you. Like, and one of them is not Josh awesome. Myers, okay? Well,
1: Josh Myers is not. And also, like, I feel that you know he had the bad snap in preseason, right? It wasn't, it wasn't Zach Thomas. Yeah.
0: Well, no, it was his snap. It's hard to call it a bad it snap was because a he's bat- trying to catch the guy off sides. He's trying to Bro. catch the guy off sides, and Jordan Bro. just wasn't ready for it. They're just not on the same page. It's a fine snap. Dude, it, it was way over his ready, head. It's way
1: over his head. It was off to the side. It was hardly over his head. It's, I don't. If like Jordan's it. ready for don't... it, he catches it. I don't I don't like it. I don't I don't I don't like it. But if you're going to well, have that's a That's why you snap, have preseason game. That's why you have preseason. That's yeah, why exactly. you That's, that's why you have that. preseason. That's why you have practice. Exactly. I really didn't like it. How about How about okay. No, I'm not going to go there cuz it's a tangent. But there's this guy <laughs> There's this guy on the Ringer and I can't believe no one has been giving this guy shit yet. He literally mm. he literally he's a basketball podcaster for the Ringer, okay? And okay. he literally right. said that the Buffaloes were going to be completely trash, okay, and wouldn't be able to hold a candle at TCU. And there's this stuff going on TikTok, but I don't see anybody trashing him on Twitter because, like, he mm-hmm. <laughs> he did the opposite of what Pat McAfee did. But anyway, I just I still can't believe people doubt on Deion Sanders, and I know we're not talking about that right now, but I'm just saying I cannot believe, I cannot believe. Football fans of any shape, that you can tell who's a football fan when they basically, who mm. is and who isn't a football fan when they doubt De- somebody like Dion Sanders is going to be good at whatever he does. You know what I mean? If Deion Sanders was a Wall Street trader, I would put all my money with him. Because he'd be good at it. Like, whatever that guy does is going to be good. And it's just funny to me. It's just funny to me. Like, football pedigree matters. Like, it's just funny to me. Anyway, I know that's not about Josh Myers, but this Josh Myers conversation is boring me. Because Josh Myers, get your shit together.
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them.
1: God damn it!
0: <sighs> we, we are so back. I love it. Uh, finally on offense. I mean, all how the good New is Dion though? All how good toys? is Dion though? Come He's on, so come good. on. He's very
1: good. How, how, He's very I don't good. even He's... like college football He's... and what he did He's... last Saturday. It was
0: awesome. It was awesome. Has anybody I I done that.
1: anything like? Has anybody changed? No. This is all why I is. love that there's hope. This is this is why I think. And this goes. This is how I'm going to tie it to the Packers. Okay. All right, here we we go. did not you know, rotate our in, we did not rotate all eighty fucking players, okay? We we did not do that. Right. Dion did that. I mean, what has he got? Yep. Two guys, five guys? I don't even know, right? But Matt, there's hope for us because of that. Like, that's what I'm trying to tie it to. It's like Matt has this opportunity to get everybody back on the same page and there's no divas and there's nobody in our way, and we can do that. And so I'm kind of excited about it. And I just feel like I don't know. I actually think you can't overrate what Dion did last weekend, even if they're shit the regular season, the rest of the season, which they're not going to be. I mean, how incredible is that guy? How incredible is that? He's all, I don't. I mean, know I just, well, I just think it's incredible. People forget. People forget
0: because it's been so long since he played. You know, like he in the internet age, right? It's like when people used to talk about Brett Favre and all the interception. It's like, yeah, but do you remember '95 through '97 when he was winning MVPs? It's like, do you remember that Dion? Literally played both ways in the NFL at a high level. Played baseball at a high level. It's like the man is like anything he's done. He's been incredible. He's at. done so, in yeah, an, it, with,
1: Broadcasting. With, look at him as a broadcaster, right? Broadcaster, like him and my, I, mean, I don't. Yep. I don't really like Michael Irvin as a broadcaster, but I get why he's so good and I understand how talented he is. Mm-hmm. But Dion, he's just—he's not just a shit talker. He's just this incredible human being that I think people just. There's something about him that people just overlook, and there's, and it's just crazy. Like I was watching this one thing, and somebody was saying, like, what other coach would allow a player to play both sides? Only a coach like Dion, right? Any other coach is worried about his livelihood or worried about something. And like, there's just something about that guy that is incredible. He's going to go down in history as one of the greatest NFL college football pedigree guys like he's one of those guys that's like some of the players in the 50s and and in the 40s you know he's he's a 1940s football player like that's in like he's a Don Hudson he's a transcendent Don Hudson type player he's just he's incredible anyway I digress I know I just I've been I've been on this deep I mean I just couldn't believe it I don't even watch college college basketball college football and I was like "Wait, wait they did what wait what what and like you? It's it's like it's all over my TikTok now. Like it's in my TikTok feed now, and so it's funny because everything I see is Dion, like Dion, all the time, and I'm not getting sick of it. So I wish Dion. Dude, I wish you Dion. Are, you are, dude. Dion should. What if Dion became the coach of the Green Bay Packers in ten years? No, that's where he's going. He's no, gonna yeah. become an NFL coach, bro. He's here's the thing. A, yeah, he's here's be what's coach crazy. The Cowboys. That's gonna no, happen, dude. Of course. Here's yeah. what's crazy. Check this out, okay? Uh, his right. son goes to the NFL. Mm-hmm. and he becomes the coach wherever his son goes and then coaches his son at that at that level. Could, oh, my god. I could goodness. totally see it happening. could totally see and it what, happening. And what if he got Jerry uh, – this sucks, okay? I don't like this narrative, and I don't want to <laughs> live in this alternate reality. But what if Jerry – Jerry's going to draft him, right? So Jerry drafts yeah. him, and then he hires Dion, and Dion gets him his yep. first ring in 30 years. In 400 years, yes.
0: I don't want to live in that uh, reality either. Because, uh, but I, I think Cowboys, that's gonna happen. I, I think there's a
1: really strong likelihood of that happening. By the way,
0: yeah. But at that point, Jerry's gonna be like 100 years old. It'll be
1: fun. He'll be able to watch. it. So Jerry's grandkids head. will get the thing. I I just think exactly. this guy this this, this this guy has no he has no ceiling. This guy has never met a ceiling he couldn't break through, and that's incredible. He's an incredible human being. Anyway, well, other than building up through. a H- yes BCU squad, but well, that's
0: neither here nor there. I mean, he did. Kind what do you of mean? He, he, he made Jack. He, well, he took a lot of them with him. Some of them. Yeah. Got a lot of people to commit though. And then left, you know, yeah. a lot of people believed in him in that regard. And then he left him in the lurch. I mean, that's a real part of the narrative as well. You can't dismiss that. You know, I agree with you about all his talent. hundred percent. I'm all in, but I mean, the thing is still, in order to exists. be great,
1: in order to be great, you got to break some glass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like the Joker. You can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. I mean, you can't though, Um, you can't, should we,
0: should we talk about the green Bay Packers or no? Yeah, sorry. I just think it's incredible. All right. right. Uh, We're going to go to the defense because we've got a hard out people. We got a hard out today. We can't be late. So let's get to the defense. We're going to talk about Kenny Clark hinting at a new plan up front, a new plan. You say a new plan from Joe Barry and company, Jerry Montgomery in the lab, a new plan when it comes to defending the run. And I like this idea, Corey. You know where I'm going with this. I got to see it. I've heard stuff before. I've heard that mm-hmm. stopping the run is a mentality. I will say a, quote, new plan, that's a new one. I haven't heard that from 1265 yet. So, And it's from Kenny, who's our who's our guy, and I love Kenny. So I love I, I'm Kenny. all in. I'm all in. I got to see I think it.
1: I know what the new plan I love is. I think I know plan. what it is. I think they're going to bring What's back that? the Packer shark. Get off blocks. It's, they're going to bring back the <laughs> Packer shark. I mean, that to me, that's a that's a new plan. Just bring back the Packers Shark. We're good. I think it's a lot more stunts, but we'll see. Packers Shark could be it. We'll
0: find out. Uh, I mean, Next up, who steps up at safety? Who steps up at safety, Corey? That's what I want to know. Darnell Savage was benched twice last year. We got Rudy Ford, who lost his job for a good stretch of the summer and then got it back. Who steps up? Is it the young kid? Is it Anthony Johnson Jr., seventh-round pick, who used to play at a three-safety look? Back there in college, and now is in the pros. Going, wait, there's only two safeties back here. What is this world I'm living in? Who knows? And, and then you know Jonathan Owens. He's still in the mix, though he to say, had Jonathan a chance Owens. to be a starter and wasn't quite up to snuff. So can, uh, there's just can Christian so Watson many names play here. safety? Not with a bad hammy, but I uh, hey, mm-hmm. have him play two way. Why not? Why not? Let's do it. I'm just hey. wondering who steps up. Who steps up? At it, is it is funny. It doesn't even
1: matter. It is interesting. It is interesting because if you, depth, if you look at cornerback depth, if you look at DB depth, we're pretty good, you know? But yeah, safety. Love the losing Amos, Love the corners. Losing Amos, you you lose that leadership. Oh, Who Who's going to? That's a really powerful role in our defense. And
0: Here's my. I'm glad you said that yeah. because, like, this is what it reminds me of. Remember when they let Charles Woodson walk and everyone was like, oh, probably getting out a year too early rather than a year too late, which I agreed with. But then Ted's plan post Charles Woodson was like MD Jennings or whatever. Hmm. And it's like I got a real bad feeling that yes, I agree with the assessment if this what is actually what it was that yep, I thought you could see Adrian Amos take a bit of a step back last year. Not that it's entirely his fault, safety position you are playing, you know, last line of defense, you're kind of beholden to the structure of the defense and what the corners are doing, etc. But it did yep. seem like Adrian took a bit of a step back. So I understand okay, let's let him walk and we will Hopefully, you know, develop and or improve at that position, but it sure feels right now sitting here on the precipice of week one, like we're going to repeat the experiment when we let Charles go. And then we were out there with the, you know, the, the, the experiment at safety. That was a complete disaster after Woodson
1: walked. So that, I'm, Interesting. I'm obviously not pulling for that, but I'm hoping for Interesting. it. Interesting. What you're describing at safety with Charles Woodson mm. reminds me a little bit of what we're doing at center. Interesting. Also, for those of you that, uh, but they those of you that are looking a, They drafted right a now, premium
0: pick on center, at least. Yeah, they missed.
1: Uh, those of you that are yeah, looking at good. the logo right now, when remember when I talked about the cheese head? So that cheese is. head in the TV on the graphic, I had to change the holes in the cheese on that cheese head. That is an in compliance formation, she said, versus an out of compliance one. Fully, fully compliant. I love just it. so we can get that full circle.
0: Uh, I will say, for all the questions at safety, holy cow, we actually have depth at edge. I think oh, for yeah. the first time in we got forever. Rookie. I mean, the idea is. We got a rookie. Especially with, well, we got Brenton Cox there making the squad. I mean, he is just a force, both rushing the passer and. Against the run. That's key. The fact that he can not only set an edge, but shed a block and make a tackle. Hello. Thank you very much. But then, you know, you look at, you get Rashawn back. You got Mm -hmm. Preston on that other side, obviously. Mm -hmm. All the Enigbari. We saw Enigbari kind of flash this summer. Malik and Enigbari were my
1: favorites. Enigbari is basically oh, yeah. KGB two. I'm telling you right now. You look at I <laughs> I I said this on Twitter, okay? And then I right, literally right. looked at on Pro Football whatever it is reference or whatever, and I looked up KGB's physical stats versus Enigbari's physical stats, and they are almost identical. Right. By the way, it's incredible. What are you scout,
0: well, what's up, Corey Banky? Going to be working at 1265 Lombardi pretty soon. I'm no,
1: no. I I also think that there there's this other thing that's ha- been happening recently that I think is really stupid in uh media in the NFL. I oh, saw right. this thing about media times somebody like posted that like, "Oh, she's never played a snap of football." Oh, and I was watching this thing. I was watching this thing about just a troll. I know that dude's a troll, He's but there's this ongoing narrative like, you know, on the one hand, you know, the media doesn't respect people like Dion who actually have proven themselves time and time again that you should right. not count them out. Right. And then on the other hand, it's like, you know, I saw this thing. I watched the little clip about the draft and, and Mel Kuyper, you know, and, and the the GM of uh, the Colts, his whole thing that started like the draft takeoff. Yeah, and everything. who the hell is Mike? And the yep, GM yep, of the yep, Colts yep. was like, who the hell is Mel Kuyper? And he's never played a snap of football. It's like, bro you know there's this thing called analytics and there's this thing of like evaluating talent in numbers that a lot of people who play football are not good at so it's like it takes all kinds of human beings to play the game of football at all the levels so I just want to put that out there of like it's such a stupid thing like well some people will troll me or you or like me where they'll be like oh Corey couldn't Mm -hmm. fight anybody dude I'm a lover not a fighter first off so you know (laughs) I ain't trying to fight nobody I ain't trying to get my ass kicked I ain't trying to do nothing but I do like watching men hit each other and and i like the game of football but it's just it's just funny to me like it's just funny people are just funny anyway i know i digress again but it's, i can't help myself it's
0: unfortunate that mina gets this shit because she's got it remember jeff garcia the former quarterback went after her oh was that two years ago or maybe last year i mean it's just absurd because she is bar none the best nfl analyst working right now on television and i do not say
1: that lightly She literally i did not she, i did not stutter I she is. I agree. A hundred percent. She sees it. shit. She sees shit that people she just no sees one the sees. Game.
0: Yeah. Well, she sees. But it she, and she sees knows how the, to kind of yeah.
1: convey what's happening.
0: You know what I mean? Yep. And it's just she's so good. Yep. And I hate that she yep. gets all this shit. It's so stupid.
1: I mean, all uh, anyway. women get all this stuff and that's kind of the world we live in, which kind of sucks. But yeah, I just think it's stupid. It's like it doesn't matter if you played the game, you can have a value to there are many, many people at twelve sixty five who have made the Green Bay Packers what they are that never played a snap of football, by the way.
0: Well, and I, it's my thing, of people whenever they talk about you never played the game, I'm always like, I never I was never president either, but I know Abraham Lincoln was a good one and I know who the bad ones were. You know? It's like you don't have to do it to know and to evaluate it. Like that's so fucking rudimentary. Now I do think um, there's an nor-
1: I do think there's an enormous value in doing it and conveying how it's done, right? So th- th- it's both it's a, mix, too, yeah. you know? it's a mix. Yeah. It's a mix. You don't have to. That's the point. Like, I love um, finally, that John Kuhn's on our we platform right? because hold on. Yes. John Coon is on our platform and that's cool cuz now Cheesehead TV has somebody who actually played the game talking to people. So, you know, it's not just you and I. That was a little plug for uh it's- which is for our new X's Packers and O's playbook. Show. I hope everybody's watching just, it. Packers Playbook. Launched.
0: Dusty Evely and John Kuhn breaking it down. Love it. We got we got to get Dusty some 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 new gear, and we got to get John and Mike. But it's it's baby steps, baby steps. They're breaking down tape. It's a lot of fun. Make sure you check it out. Packers playbook here on the YouTube channel. Uh, special teams, Corey. I only got one note on special teams, just one note, and I think. Speaking of X's and O's and breakdowns and things like that, I talked to Big Mac, a Big Mac breakdowns, Malcolm over there. Uh, We've done a couple rookie watch videos together. He had the perfect summation. He was talking about Anders Carlson, but I I think it completely blankets everything we should think about when it comes to these young specialists this year. There's one word that defines the attitude that I'm going to have, and I hope most other Packers fans do as well, and that is grace. Grace we got to have some grace with these young kids who the Packers are clearly invested in clearly want to help and develop and give amount of time to work through whatever growing pains they are undoubtedly going to have. So Packers fans grace. It's a little bit of grace is going to go a long way.
1: This young kicker and these this young punter. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I don't have any grace to give him. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Um, Franklin yeah, Pierce draft was pick. not... But if he
0: was undrafted,
1: you'd be fine. I would have grace for him. Just like I have grace exactly. for Malik Heath, but I don't have but grace for But that's Brian. Carlson.
0: That's that's on Brian. That's not on the kid.
1: Mm, I don't care. Um, I'm just going to say this out loud before we go to the next segment. Is Franklin Pierce was not the worst president, so... Married guy, I don't believe you. I don't agree why, with you. Why okay? are you
0: Why are you reading the chat? Why don't because read the you because you talking?
1: End. You said you knew where good and bad presidents were, so people are commenting on that. So I'm just saying and that's fine. That he's Let not. them
0: comment and let's go on with the show.
1: Okay, let's go. Uh,
0: we got a preview, Corey. We, they play the Bears on Sunday. You know that opening oh, against yeah, the that's Bears. Right. I will say so much has been talked about when it comes to Jordan Love and Justin Fields and blah, blah, blah. I think this entire game comes down to the running games for both these teams. Uh, It was funny. I mentioned I went back and watched the game in Chicago. Man, A.J. Dillon feasted in that game. He had 119 yards from scrimmage. 93 of them were rushes, rush yardage, 26 in the air, and a touchdown uh, off that left side, which was beautiful, wonderfully blocked. I mean, he had a game against the Bears last time, and I don't see any reason he can't do the exact same thing again on Sunday. I think we've uh, we talked about Aaron Jones, how good he is, obviously. I think we've heard a lot about Jordan Love and the pass catchers, but, man, A.J. Dillon, you want to announce your presence with authority in a contract year? This is the game to do it because I don't see how the Bears are going to be able to stop him if they commit to him. Um, Then, of
1: course, like I did. I, I, I love did how you have Justin to Field. caveat – I love how you have to caveat everything on how if they commit to them. I don't understand. Why does well, it take Trevor so long to go to the two box? I'm like talking, and I'm like, Trevor, bro, I mean, hello. I, he like stayed on me forever. I was like, it was uncomfortably long. I think I think our producer, Trevor, I think he just likes uncomfortably awkward one-shot moments where we're just waiting for the tr- next thing. Trying
0: to get you to commit, dude. he's trying to commit, get you to commit to a rant. That's what I, he's trying to do. I love how I love. You're how lucky you're like— You're just Nicholas if,
1: isn't here. Oh my God! I'd be going off on of Nicholas if he was doing the same thing. Nick, we're going to get Nicholas is going to be Nicholas is having him an old time on vacation uh, in Las Vegas. I've been following his snaps, oh, and uh, that boy is he's, okay. he's, he's 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 living large in Las Vegas. Um, we'll see should. Nicholas on the watch party. By the way, I know we're previewing the Bears game, and uh, we're going to have there a watch go, party. There you go, and, and the watch party of the Bears producer. game.
0: Exactly. Be awesome.
1: uh, I love how you have to say. I of- love you have to caveat if we commit to the run. It's like it's like okay. In my, okay, am I who? I wish you could do a poll. We should do a poll on this thing. Can we do a poll on comments on YouTube? Who who do you think is more responsible for the Packers not committing to the run in the last three years? Aaron Rodgers or Matt LaFleur? Doo, 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 we'll find out. Starting oh, I, I don't on want to go Sunday. too much because that's a copyright claim. I was going to say, you,
0: you, you, guess you will. All right, we got to go. Uh, Herbert had 112 yards Aaron last Rogers. time. And a rush touchdown in the last home game against Green Bay. He is the key for the Bears. Everyone's talking about Justin Fields, who, yes, they have to contain him as a runner. They got to try and make him play quarterback if they can. But Herbert, I think he's – no one's – I mean, legit, I haven't heard anything about this kid. He is the key for the Bears. And, like, we all know the Packers, and the idea of stopping the run is lovely, but uh, are they going to be able to do it? I don't know. And I think Herbert is a big key for the Bears. And if they get him that kid going, that could be trouble for a Packers team that probably has to then commit a safety and then, oh, we got one lone safety back there. And who is that? Is that Darnell Savage? He has shown he's not really a center fielder. Is it Rudy Ford? Well, he doesn't really have the speed mm. to make up for stuff that if they get behind him, and, and then it starts to snowball. And I just it's funny to me because so much has been said about the quarterbacks for obvious reasons, but to me it all comes down to the running backs in this game. Well, yeah. we'll see. We'll but see. here's I what's say funny. All that and here, here's the only yards.
1: here's the only caveat that I'm going to say to that is then all of a sudden it's Justin Fields' time. I'm here for that. I'm here for it because he sucks. He's <laughs> terrible. He's terrible. How do you? How do and you? Ha, how do you? How? How are you the Bears and your level of standard at quarterback is so terrible that you put that kid out to play? How 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 does this happen? How does this happen in the NFL? Is he the is he the worst quarterback in the NFL or is he the second worst quarterback?
0: No. No.
1: There, there he's bad. He's he terrible.
0: Cardinals on Sunday. I'll I'll show you a worst quarterback.
1: He's bad. I think he's uh, he's he's my le- he's my least favorite quarterback since the Jacksonville Jaguars trotted out homeboy that was in a playoff game, and I couldn't believe he was like their quarterback. Blake Blake Bortles? Oh my god, Blake Bortles is better than Joe. Oh my god. If if the Bears had Blake Bortles, I'd be more scared than who they have right now, seriously. If if this game is going to rely that's why you're right. If this game is going to rely on the quarterbacks, we got this one in the bag, homie. We got I it love in it. the bag. That's a that's a good clip, Tyler, get that one. All right,
0: uh let's go. Let's do this. It's time. This week in the Packer Blogosphere! That's right, it's this week in the Packer Blogosphere, the return of that venerable series. Okay, now we do all that. We do all the dancing and the singing and whatever. But I do want to lead with a very serious note. It's not something that we need to belabor. It's not something I want to really discuss that much. But I do want to point out, you guys know we often highlight stuff from around the blogosphere, other content creators, bloggers, what have you. The, 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 the folks over at Packers History have a piece entitled Why It Matters That Jordan Love Is the Packers' First Black Starting Quarterback to Open a Season. Even if it doesn't matter to you, I cannot recommend this article enough. Every single Packers fan should read it. The link to this article is in the description of this video on YouTube. Seek it out. It is excellent. Again, I don't need to talk about it. I don't want to belabor it, but everyone should read it. Every single one of you watching, listening, read this article. It is awesome. I'm going to go and I Underline and italicize, awesome. Um, okay, now with that out of the way, uh, I want to give a shout out to the Crispy Brothers who have been all of a sudden. I have never heard of these guys before until I a Crispy Brother. I, I don't know, uh, honestly, I don't know, but uh, they're putting out some really fun content. I, I couldn't play the song that they did, it's called You Started Rick Meyer. It is obviously you know, it's set to the melody of We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. I, I we can't play that here because we'd get a content strike and blah blah blah. But it is hilarious, I will say. When I first saw I got tagged in the video. I was like, oh, what is this? And I watched it, and it was fucking hilarious. So shout out the to the Crispy Brothers. The fuck is They're doing some fun content. Seek them out and find out. Some fun maybe stuff. Maybe I won't. Some very fun stuff. Maybe I will. Or maybe I won't. Um. Hey, but speaking of content and shout outs, got to give a shout out to our very own Tyler Herrick, for producing oh, yeah. the very first ever oh, yeah. Cheesehead TV radio ad stuff. for I our like beer, Carry the G, which is going to be available statewide through Wisconsin very, 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 very soon. Not quite like yet. It's available week. right now in the Milwaukee area, but in about a week, it's going to be available statewide, and this radio ad is going to be played all across iheart you're gonna get sick uh, if you're in wisconsin
1: and you listen to iheart you're gonna get sick of this ad i hope let's go i roll it you may not play for your favorite team but you act like it through every snap and every score whether you're at work or in the grocery store you're carrying them with you no not with a jersey but with a mindset so that you're always ready ready so that not just on game day but on any day you can crack open that ice-cold beer. A beer made by fans for fans. Cheesehead TV and Gathering Place Brewing bring you Carry the G, a delicious and easy-drinking cream ale, not just for tailgating, but for everyday life. Now available throughout Wisconsin, so that wherever you go, you can carry the G.
0: Nice. Come on, Tyler. That's so good. And by the way, fun note that is literally Jordan love going I turn? at the start. Cause I, when nice. I first heard it, I that's was a like, little is, that Easter Aaron, egg. is that Aaron Rodgers? Like, we shouldn't like, probably should have the new quarterback and Tyler had, like had the, the game and the, the timestamp is like, Nope, it's Jordan love right here. I was like, that's awesome. I love
1: it. Speaking Absolutely of speaking it. of carry the G. So we just found out yesterday that so last season we did 600 cases of carry the G. Um, which we were like, holy crap, that was already double what we thought we were going to do. And this season, <laughs> already 1,600 cases have been made for the first round of three batches. So thanks, everybody, That's for, uh, and, you know, I bought I bought in a case here behind me. So, you know, I, I, I was responsible <laughs> for probably like 10 cases. Some so, you know, Yeah, obviously, honestly.
0: Um, yeah, no, Carry the G will be available very, very soon. And speaking of Carry the G, I, I, okay, I'm going to tell a real quick story here. Uh, there is a, a YouTuber, a musician, professional musician who is a YouTuber and does lots of content, blah, 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 who's a huge Packers fan named Jason uh, Fabos. I'm not quite sure how to say the last name, but he reached out to us, I want to say like half a year ago probably at this point, point. and he was very gung-ho about collaborating. And my first initial thought at, the, at that point, like Care the G wasn't out, like we were in the midst of the kind of off-season, I just kind of thought like, oh, it'd be great if we had like a jingle. For carry the G, and then and then when he he was he jumped on. He was like, "This is a great idea, awesome tune." Came up with a great jingle, and then we started working with iHeart on potentially having a radio ad. And then we kind of changed directions, and we ended up with the ad you just heard that Tyler produced. But I absolutely love this jingle. We're going to figure out a way, probably maybe here on the YouTube channel to feature and it. watch party uh, too. We'll Jason probably have it on and watch party and things like that. So this is Jason's. uh uh, just outstanding jingle that he came up with. And uh shout out to Cody for putting together these great visuals to go along with it here on YouTube. Roll it.
1: Well, we carry the G wherever we may be. So creamy and cold and from the land of the green and gold I love that polka, polka,
0: polka, Man, this is, polka. That's so great. That is great. Like so, it. Jason, shout out, man. You you absolutely killed it. And finally, wait, before we uh, get to YouTube comments and what have you, i got to give a shout out to Mason Crosby here in the blogosphere sector for uh, calling out our good good old friend Michael Rodney on Twitter, X, what have you, when Rodney was pontificating about why Crosby, you know, isn't getting phone calls, whatever, and Mason Crosby absolutely bodies him. I just, I love it. I love it. What's up, Michael? Say, good to see you again, buddy. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> that guy just
1: that
0: <sighs> its just—I'd call him a nemesis,
1: but like, don't you have to be on the same level to be a nemesis? No, like, you're, he's not just, a nemesis. It's he's just, just like a—he's like—he's the definition of thirsty. Yeah, he's yeah, so thirsty.
0: Oh, he should have some carry the G. You should have some carry the G. He really should have. That's some it. That's it. it. That's it for for blogosphere. Let's get to some uh, comments, here on the old socials.
1: Uh, let me view the queue. Let me view the queue. Uh, we got Jocelyn. Jocelyn, don't remember last time I felt so little stress before a season. Excited to watch young core grow over 18 weeks. That said, beat the fucking bears. Jocelyn, there you go. Jocelyn, super tough. Dustin Logan, Dustin, see you on Shadow Lane week three, Corey. Old fashions So, uh, shout out to Dustin. Dustin actually bought, so, Dustin has been a huge fan of the site. Um, and he bought a house on Shadow Lane, across the street, kind of uh, over by uh, closer to Anita. That's, hard. That's and hardcore, man, his, right there. He's hardcore, and his house is awesome. He he gave me a tour. And um, it was pretty sweet. So excited to see Dustin on Shadow Lane. Pretty pretty soon, all the Cheesehead TV fans will just be in um, in the uh, <laughs> west we're west we're start Green compound. Bay, uh, <laughs> north of uh, Lambeau area. I believe they. I believe it's the Lombardi Neighborhood Association. Although it, 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 it hasn't been that for a long time uh chris kg19 (laughs) thanks for super chat in buffer voice it's time (laughs) let's get ready for football next Corey, how are you go pack go baby wait our receiver yeah i believe i did the four i did that 4.99 justice jazik thanks for the (laughs) watching from croatia love you guys i just thought that was good uh Give What's some fun? Croatian love. There's there's you know I've I've actually got Packers a Packers fans a worldwide Croatian, baby. I've got a Croatian Packer fan t shirt that somebody sent me. It might have been him, but uh, Massimiliano Margagliati. I uh, always fuck that up. Uh thanks for Super Chat no matter yeah, what. Go Pack Go. Up, thanks guys for all you do here. Thank you, Thank you Massimiliano. M. Uh we got Overshadow, Overshadow Sean. Thanks for Super Chat. Hell yeah don't know what that's in response to I'm gonna assume just that general hell, yeah. general hell yeah general hell okay. yeah okay uh Joe mailman everybody is looking overlooking toure in this situation good point we did not bring up toure I don't know not a huge, I don't I'm know not a huge Toure or... fan I'm gonna be honest with you
0: it's not even just not being why. a fan it's just like I there's nothing dynamic about his game and that doesn't mean that he can't be effective and efficient catching the football moving the chains what have you but it's not like he's an explosive player, and I understand he had the big touchdown against Buffalo last year. No doubt about it, he can he can play. The guy can play, but if you're drawing up plays, it's not like you're drawing plays up for Toure. Most likely, well, who knows? Maybe Toure will catch a 90 yard bomb, look like Robert Brooks against the Bears. I'm all for
1: it. Yeah, maybe. I think a rap song would have been better. That's funny. Uh, Carl Van Beckham. <laughs> thanks for super chat. It was refreshing to hear Leroy Butler with Spoon talk about how the air was sucked out of the rooms when twelve was in them, and now it's about team.
0: Pretty amazing like candor it. from Leroy pretty much since the entire kind of Rogers like for lack of a better word, drama started at the end of the last season throughout the trade and now into this new season. Leroy's been pretty damn honest and kind of unvarnished in his public opinions and I appreciate it, man. I like Roy has not pulled any punches in that regard. And I think it's significant to have him say that. And I very much agree. It was, it was, it was nice of him to feel confident enough to talk about it in that venue.
1: Definitely. Well, I appreciate Carl allowing me to open this door that I quickly should close on myself Uh and not talk about, (laughs) but I don't, you do not have to be a fan of the green Bay Packers. To look and see the contrast of last season versus the Jets' season so far this year, as far as uh, outward social media Buy-in. media uh, things, mm-hmm. right? So nice. takes a pay cut. Uh, is training and teaching young guys, is all about going out with the young guys, is, you know, yeah, he's yelling at people like he always does, but, you know, you see him, like, training and coaching. up Like, there's a huge contrast with what we did last year and what there is this year. And, you know, I I think the bigger thing, instead of, like, me pointing blame or being bitter about it, which I'm not, uh, really, but um, is... To look at it and go, it was time. Like, even if you were an Aaron Rodgers fan, yeah. um, it was time. And it's so clear it was time. Look, if you watch any of the Hard knock stuff or you watch anything that goes on in the media and just the vibe, it clearly was time. So, yeah, I uh, it's time totally, all around. Totally agree.
0: Totally agree there.
1: No doubt. Emmett. Corey and Eggs, y'all got a shout out on the recent Purple Daily episode, right around the twenty-eight fifteen mark. Check it out. I'm scared.
0: What What is Purple, Purple Daily? Daily? I I got I, I got nothing but trepidation, oh, but I'll check it out.
1: Purple Daily. I kind of want to know what they said. <laughs> Wait, is is uh is 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 is, the, is Douche Matouche on that? Paul Allen? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I love how, how I bad. can just say something random and you immediately know what I'm talking about. I know what that's you're like talking about. That's like the greatest. About, that's I've known you. Blake Bortles, you pulled Blake Bortles out of your ass, bro. Like I wish my girlfriend I could. Banking? I wish my. I literally wish I. I literally wish my girlfriend could translate what I'm trying to say as well as you. Like that's it's it's a god given. 30, Thir- Thirty years, baby. Thirty years of friendship. We'll do that Brandy, me. want to give a shout-out to Brandy for everything you do, Brandy, for Cheesehead TV. Appreciate you. Love having you. Love you, Brandy. Uh, as part of the team. Your hubby's is okay, that too. New... Yeah, your hubby's all right. Uh, is that new carry the G, Corey? No, this is old. And here's the thing, Brandy. So here's a little, here's little tidbit tell. for some of you fans, how you can tell. Old carry the G only has cheese. Ooh, I need to get that in focus. On the top here, so on the top, uh, old carry the G... Uh, has only Cheesehead TV logos. But new Carry the G, we added the uh, Gathering Place logo. So same can, but there's Gathering Place logo. So And some people, like Aaron Nagler, we won't name names around here, actually threw away some cans, old cans. So now Recycled. Re- like, recycled. No, recycling is throwing away. Uh, they're not going to get recycled as Carry the G cans. So now people are Maybe not – now there are ten cans – that getting recycled that I can't sell on eBay. So, thanks, Aaron Nagler. <laughs> um, Ryan Miller, thanks for Super Chat. Anything about the Packers captains or any predictions from you guys?
0: I saw this. Okay, can I... Can I when I just... I'm not... Ryan, the G. I love you. I appreciate the support. I, I thank you for engaging in the channel. Why do people give a shit about the captains thing? I, I never have. I never will. I don't care. And I get... I guess some people do and are very interested in it. I what it's a it's a thing in the locker room. It's about the guys. It's what they have voted on and want to. It's not they're not doing it for PR
1: purposes. So it's like yeah, but it's it cool. I like room. to know. What? It's good to know who the leaders on the team. Why who the team thinks the leaders are. It's fascinating. It's inside baseball. I like it. Is it also I don't know. whoever said Paul Allen? Okay, someone seriously. Oh, in the I chat. knew it. I was really hoping you missed that. Someone said Paul Allen is great. Okay, whoever fucking (sighs) put that, unsubscribe, unlike, go away. Goodbye. Um, Bye-bye. There is no way you can think Paul Allen is great and be a fucking Packer fan, okay? I'm not trying to gatekeep here, but I'm just saying. Let's be – come on You're trying to gatekeep a little bit. No, I'm not trying to gatekeep. I'm just saying that it's almost impossible. I do not see a Venn diagram where I like Paul Allen and I am a Packers fan exist in the middle. It just—it's not happening. People, come on, let's be real. It's got to be a Viking fan. So <sighs> I'm just gonna—I'm gonna leave it alone. Oh I'm gonna let it go. Tonezilla, thanks for super chat. Tequila old fashioned should be a thing for this season for happy hour. Oh, and Musgrave is going to absolutely dominate the season. Um, let's go Musgrave. I like your I like thinking Musgrabe a lot. I, I you he, know what? I he, think he we need to do a tequila weight, old like. fashioned. I, I tequila Ooh, is really ah, an underrated oh. drink for an old fashioned. A tequila old fashioned would be really good. I, I have to think about. You know, you want to kind of spice it up a little bit, but not make it too spicy. And you also like. I, I got. I want to figure out what is the comfort. You know, if like, what's the comforting thing to offset the tequila? But that, that I like it. I like where you're going with that. I, I, I'm, I like Wait, it most hated Minnesotan.
0: Most hated Minnesotan, thanks for uh, being a Carry the G Club member, and thanks for the chat. We appreciate the gatekeeping on this one. <laughs> I mean, he's behind enemy <laughs> lines, so he knows.
1: He knows what's up. Um, care- Oh, ran- Randon Swearingen. Carry the G and kegs. I'm glad you asked this. We are going to have limited release kegs, and we're actually making tap handles for Carry the G, uh, which are really cool. I'm really excited about them. They're going to be in the style of the can, so it's basically going to be like a tap handle of the can, but it's going to... Brent designed them differently, so you can see they carry the G-man on all three sides. It's really cool. And so um, the idea is hopefully two locations in Green Bay to be determined, and then 20 or so locations in Milwaukee. It's going to be very uh, what do we cool. we got here? Nicholas Miles, thanks for your chat. What is the closest well-known beer Carry the G compares to by taste? I'm in New Jersey, so I have no access. Um, so it is a cream ale. So, really, I like to compare it to Spotted Cow. I mean, not only because Spotted Cow is the greatest beer in Wisconsin. So, you know, there's that. But, you know, they are very similar. A lot of people started by calling Spotted Cow a farmhouse ale. Uh, that's how Nuclearis uh, started calling it. And now I believe they've gotten rid of Cream Ale, but it is a Cream Ale. So, very similar to Spotted Cow. I like to say it's Spotted Cow. Uh, it's just got a little bit different kind of kind of flavor taste at the at the end and in the middle notes. And I'm not a I'm not a beer connoisseur, so that was a terrible description of our beer. <laughs> what do you think, Nagler? Uh, yeah, I think it, you're
0: you're you're right. It's it feels uh, just ever so little more bitter than than Spotted Cow does. Like Spotted Cow is so buttery and like that. Like Carry the G has got similarities, but there's just a little bitterness in the aftertaste that I like. And it, like feels a little more beer. It tastes yeah, like and that's the, what, by the like, way, everyone who's tasted it has said like, it. it's yeah. definitely like it's funny too, because like everyone who tastes it is like, okay, I think this is going to suck because it's cheesehead TV. And these guys don't know what the hell they're doing. But let me tell you, yeah. gathering place has never made a bad beer. And this shit is so good. Like, yeah, that's the thing. I'm we didn't make like the beer. We shocked we that we we are involved with it. We picked the beer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, and the other thing is, there's no cream in cream ale. It's one of these kind of weird misnomers. There's no cream. There's no right. dairy. I couldn't ha- have it. Or it's Pogs. It, it, Pogs it, has it right. Yeah, a bit more hoppy. It is a bit more hoppy. That's, I was that's gonna say that. Beer. I was gonna say that. That's that's well put. Um, the uh, Carl back. Be- Carl Van Beckham. Thanks for super chat. Really looking forward to check downs this season. Yeah,
0: love me some check downs, baby. Let those guys work I in
1: mean, space. Let's go. I'm all in. Yeah, Let's do I'm it. In, I'm all in on checkdowns. Overshadow Sean, one more general hell yeah. I appreciate you, <laughs> Overshadow. You, you can always depend on Overshadow for the hell yeahs. Uh, He's let there got for us, baby. Chris KG19, will there ever be a possibility getting carry the G in the New York tri-state area, or are you guys go on the spotted cow route sticking to Wisco only? That is a great question, Chris. So – Our plan for this season was to try to get it all over the state of Wisconsin because we got so many requests all over Wisconsin, La Crosse, uh, you name it, Waukesha, I I mean, I I could name up all the cities in Wisconsin and still not name all the ones (laughs) we got requested. So, And so we're going to try to have some border towns as well. So, you know, River Falls comes to mind, you know, where there's Wisconsin towns that are a little bit closer to uh, uh, the other states. And then next year our plan is – yeah state lines getting crossing those state lines so and then our our next plan next year is potentially go you know somewhat national but 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 really what we want to focus on is where our fans are and so you know we we really want to get it nationally cuz we understand that you know 60 to 70% of the people that follow cheesehead tv Kind of like us growing up, they don't live in the state of Wisconsin. So we'd love, love, love to get it there, and we do have a plan too. But let's see we we need it to we need it to go well again this year, and then we'll have the receipts again to show, and then you know hopefully get a national partner. And I think that's the goal. and yeah,
0: yeah. yeah the exactly.
1: the problem. The, honestly, uh, I feel our problem right now is going to be keeping the beer in stock because we've already seen that where we put it. We put an initial run out in Milwaukee, and Mike Malone, awesome drummer in Northeast Wisconsin, he. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) literally tweeted a empty shelf and they, they put it there like like five days before. And I told them it was there. So I think that's going to be our hardest problem because we do have two of the biggest distributors in Wisconsin running with the product. And we've, we've been, we've been really, you know, the marketing and everything else. And and a lot of people haven't tried it yet. So that's, what's fascinating to me is like 600 cases sounds like a lot until like, I mean, Jersey L hasn't tried it. And that's my fault, honestly. I'm sorry, no. Jersey. I just want to, I want to say that that that's all. That's on me. But um, there's a lot of people who haven't tried the beer, and um, and we want to get it to as many people as possible. Obviously, we got uh, super chats
0: piling up, and we got a hard out for sorry, our producers, sorry.
1: So let's go. Sorry, sorry. Go. Carry the okay, Al Ryder. Carry the G at 1919 this year. Ooh, I'm not gonna say yes, but I'm not gonna say no. We're
0: so close. That's the plan. We got to cross some Ts, dot some Is,
1: but that is all- the plan. If you face. if you really care, just go contact at Packers just, just contact the Packers and be like, I really need carry the G. Contact nineteen no, nineteen. Yeah, nineteen Call, nineteen. Contact be 19, like, 19, I really need carry the them, G.
0: I really want carry the G. I'm gonna be there this okay, three year. more.
1: Tell them you want it. Andrew Ware, beating the Bears so easy a caveman could do it. Go pack go. The Bears will always <laughs> and forever suck. Aaron, congrats on the new venture. Your words meant a lot to me as a new father. Andrew, thank you for being oh, a fan and thank you for your super thank chat. You, Andrew. I uh, really appreciate it, Leonardo Rodriguez. Thanks for super chat. Hi from Costa Rica. Great to have transplants again. Now it's truly football season again. Love all your work, guys. Thank you. Go, Pat, go. Thank you, Leonardo. Really Thank appreciate you, that. Thank Costa you, Rica, terrible place to be right now. God, uh, Jerry Sturzinger. I'm looking forward to less snapping of the ball at the one second time on the clock. You and me both. You and me both. Although you never know what Jordan know learned, right? Like you never know what Jordan yeah, learned. You he might have learned away, something. Exactly. You know, I yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh Andrew H, thanks for super chat. Beloit, right on the state line of Illinois. Yeah, and I think uh Kenosha's not far, right, from Illinois. Keno- is that Kenosha we, we
0: is, is probably as close as we're going to get this season, but. We'll see. Yeah, we might we'll be in Beloit.
1: You never know. Is there like a yep. is there like a bodega in Beloit that we should be hitting? <laughs> Let us know. Also, here's the thing you guys. We are distributing throughout the whole state, so if you ever want to hit us up on Twitter or contact at Cheesehead TV and you want to see the beer in a location, we can forward the marketing and the social and, you know, what what we really ask is when you do buy the beer, just try to hit it up on social because that's gonna you know drive the engine for us telling our distributors, hey, it needs to be in Beloit. I got three people that need it in Beloit, and once we have the receipts, they'll 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 do the rest of the work. So thanks for your support 100%. on the beer and on the site and everything that that you guys do. You guys are the reason that we're here, and and it's pretty incredible. Speaking of, shout
0: out to Patreon members. You guys are the engine, the lifeblood of what we do here at Cheesehead TV. You guys have been there. Basically, just before the pandemic and then really kind of made this a going concern. We cannot thank you guys enough. Everyone here on YouTube who is a member of the Carry the G Club, you guys are phenomenal. If you haven't hopped on board yet, it's a lot of fun on the watch parties. You get kind of preferential treatment. You get uh, you know the ability to put your your chat up there in, in, basically in front of everybody else. You get special emojis featuring Corey and myself. Your name is highlighted. It's a lot of fun. Carry the G Club members, thank you So much for the support. Corey, you got anything else before we get out of here?
1: No, excited for the season, Uh, excited for Sunday. Join us on Watch Party this Sunday. We will be there, and we will be ready to watch the Bears get their ass handed to them. They most certainly still suck.
0: That'll do it for this episode of Packer Transplants Live. We'd like to thank everyone who makes Cheesehead TV part of their daily Packers routine. We are and will always be devoted to Green Bay Packers fans
1: worldwide. I think it's a fluid situation and we're, we're, I know you guys love it, especially Nagler. I can see you smirking at me right there. Uh, We're going to take it one day at a time and and just, it's going to be fluid though. That's all I can tell you.